0: Welcome to the Nimrod Outdoors Podcast, where we challenge and equip men, husbands, and fathers to become the spiritual leaders of the home. Let's dive right in. Today's episode is sponsored by Pure Clean Softwash. Pure Clean Soft Wash is a family-owned exterior cleaning company offering pressure washing, house washing, roof, driveway, and gutter cleaning. Find them at Facebook at Pure Clean Soft Wash or online at purecleanga.com. That's purecleanga.com. So happy Father's Day, everyone. Um, So this is Chelsea. I am M.A. Dozier's wife, and he's normally the one to lead this podcast. And yes, the Nimrod Outdoors podcast is for men, and it normally is led by a man. But in celebration of Father's Day, um, I have decided to hijack the podcast. And being that um, my role is to edit and post the podcast, um, my husband has no idea this is even happening. So... Uh, We're going to celebrate him, but also celebrate you guys. I am not personally qualified to teach you about spiritual leadership, um, but I can share with you as a wife the experience of having an awesome spiritual leader leading our family in our home. Um, And then I'm also going to have my son and daughter uh, chime in and help along the way as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and uh, let's dive right in. And, uh, I have my six-year-old daughter, Ridgely. Hi. My four-year-old son, Matthias. Hi. And <laughs> my five-month-old daughter, Joey. <laughs> um she's not gonna be responding i don't think but my other two are gonna help me with today's podcast um so i have some questions for you guys okay in celebration of father's day what do you love about your daddy i love him snoring you love him snoring yeah it's kind of silly matthias what do you love about your daddy he wrestles with me so much. Is that fun? Do you love wrestling your daddy? Yes. Alright, Ridgely, how do you want to be like your daddy when you get bigger? I wanna work like him. Ooh, how does daddy work? He likes building stuff. Ooh, and you want to build stuff like daddy? Yes. Um, Matthias, how do you want to be like daddy when you grow up? Like, so strong at my daddy. How does daddy show you Jesus? By praying for me when I'm sick or, like, helping me. That's awesome. That's a really cool way to show Jesus, isn't it? Yeah. Matthias, how does daddy show you Jesus? He prays. To be a good spiritual leader, um... The first most important quality is that you have surrendered your life to Jesus um, and have a relationship with Jesus. And what's really neat about watching my husband is he surrendered his life. He he gave his life to the Lord um, prior to us getting married. Um, and he's lived a pretty godly life, I would say, and raised in a godly home. Um, but it was not just a one-time act. What I've learned about surrenderment is it is something he has to do every single day. Every day he has to um, sit at the foot of the cross of Jesus and just lay it down. And um, my husband has shown us that daily. Uh, he, he does this in front of us daily. He um, surrenders his life Every single day. And so we, as his wife and and children, um, we get to witness that and experience that. So Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Um, As a spiritual leader, you have surrendered your life to Jesus. Jesus owns your life um, and the Holy Spirit is residing and leading your heart. And the moment that happens, then you are able to to lead your family down the same path. So the second important thing that I see as a wife and a good spiritual leader is that the spiritual leader of the home is growing in his walk with Christ. Um, They are are not satisfied where they're at and really with sanctification right we should never be satisfied until we're actually in the presence of god's holiness Um, and so a spiritual leader should be constantly trying to grow and um and to grow spiritually they are in the word they are having quiet time bible studies um prayer like constant worship their life is worship and you know we witness this with with ma um i can't tell you how many times he stops to pray with myself or pray with our kids Um, we pray consistently over meal times and he prays over the children every night at bedtime Um, we always have worship music going and we have worship dance parties as a family um we witness him in the in the bible but he also has quiet time, devotion time on his own so that he is soaking his mind and heart in the word of God. Um, so we we witness this as his spouse, as his children. Um, we experience his growth and his attempt to grow uh, spiritually. And that relays on us. Like he could talk the talk all day long, but it's the fact that we are witnessing and experiencing um, his journey with him that really makes him a good spiritual leader. Matthew six thirty three says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. So number three of things that I find makes a good quality um, for things that make a good spiritual leader would be how a man strives for Christ likeness. Um, we should all do that obviously, but a good spiritual leader is constantly trying to be like Jesus. Um, again, like I mentioned before, it's so easy to talk the talk. You can tell people to go to church. You can tell people to be in the word. You can tell people to do devotions and listen to Christian music and turn from idols and, um, you know, worldly things and, Etc. cetera, et cetera. But it's not until you are actually living it that it makes a difference. And I think that is a key component to all these things. It is so easy to say that this is the way a husband or a father should be, but it's the husband or father that actually does these things. Um, that is a good spiritual leader. And, and through their actions, they are discipling their family. Um, I'm being discipled daily. My children are being discipled daily by my spouse. That's huge and something that God calls the man of the home to do. Um, as the wife, I was created to be my husband's helper. I don't see me being a helper as me being my husband's servant, but instead I'm his co-pilot. He is leading the way. He is directing our home and our family, and I am there alongside him to just help with that journey um, and do everything I can to support him. Um, and and also i'm Praying constantly for big life decisions that our family makes, striving for Christlikeness. What does that even mean? So, Ma, for example, he is patient, he is loving, he is kind. All these things that you, you would use to describe the character of Jesus are things that my husband strives for. And I'm not saying he is like Jesus. I'm not saying he is perfect. Um, he fails and falls constantly. And there are times that he gets really harsh on our kids, and I might have to remind him hey like is this really an appropriate time to to get frustrated or to get angry um and he does the same for me you know like there's times where i might overreact and he's able to stop and and let's discuss the situation um and so striving for Christ likeness doesn't mean we are going to be perfect it's impossible to be perfect only jesus was perfect, but striving. The key word there is striving. We are trying. Um, I see MA every single day, t- trying to have Jesus-like characteristics. Um, in 2 Corinthians three eighteen says, and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. Today's episode is sponsored by Jill Bodas from Lake Homes Realty. Jill specializes in the Richard B. Russell, Lake Yona, Lake Hartwell, and Clarks Hill Lake areas in both Georgia and South Carolina. We actually purchased our home from Jill. It's a 1910 renovated farmhouse with this amazing wraparound porch and three acres of land. It truly is our dream house, and we get to do everything we need for the ministry from here. So if you're looking to sell or buy, I highly recommend contacting Jill. You can reach her at lake at gmail.com. That's lake at gmail.com. So number four of things that make a good spiritual leader is the ability to um, be able to humble yourself. And I'll say like, I think pride is a very sneaky sin. Um, we are in a sinful world and it is so easy to want to take credit for everything um, to think that we earned certain things or that to think that we, we earned it right. That it's our money that we have ownership of it, that this is our home, that um, it's our family, that uh, we deserve this. We deserve that. And I think all of those thoughts are lies. Um, They are deception because, nothing is ours. Everything belongs to Jesus. Uh, It is God's. It is his money. It is his house. He can take it whenever he wants, right? It's his. It's his. Um, And when you go back and look at Job, I feel like you want to see a man become humbled before the Lord, like that's Job. Um, And that's what we need to strive to be like. Like everything we have is God's; it is not ours. We don't deserve it. We don't earn it. The only thing we deserve is death, pain, and suffering. Um, for one, I can tell you, Ma works his butt off. He works every day um, for the family to provide. I, I, we have made financial sacrifices so that I can be home with the kids and homeschool, and um, and run the ministry from home and. All of the fun stuff, right? But he is getting up every day with the alarm, going out in the hot sun and working his butt off so that we can have meet our needs. Um, But what's really neat is if you ask him whose money that is that he is working for or who owns this house, it is not us. He gives it all to God, every bit of it. It is God's to do with what he wants. When God changes direction... It is so much easier to let go, knowing it is his rather than ours. We are not giving up our own thing we are we are following the path that god is is laying out for us, and we know that when He takes, he also provides um, and who knows what that looks like? It could probably not even meet our expectations, but that's okay. Um, and so he he can humble himself through the things he owns. I've also seen him humble himself with the fact that he's working his tail off and he comes home and he is going over to the laundry basket and folding clothes, or he's on the floor wrestling the kids, or he is wanting to hold the baby so that I can work on, on dinner. Um, he is not it with the mindset of, Oh, you've been home. I'm expecting all this to get done. Instead. It's, you know, like, how can I help you? What can I do to be of assistance? How, how, how can we get done what needs to get done today? And it's always we, and it's always together, and he's able to humble himself um, to that point. Another really neat way that I've seen my husband humble himself is um, he is able to bring himself to the point of identifying when he's been wrong, and not only identifying when he is wrong, but with a willing and an Soft heart, he will approach the person he has wronged. Um, he has done that with our own kids. And I can tell you, like, even just thinking about situations where I've been wrong, you get that lump in your throat. And it's very, very difficult to swallow and move forward and say, you know what, I was wrong and I'm sorry. Um, but he has done that. I have seen him pull my daughter or pull my son to the side, look them in the eye, give them a hug, and tell them, look, X, Y, and Z just happened. And I'm sorry, I was wrong, you were right. I was wrong in the way I acted. This is how I should have acted. This is the way Jesus would tell me to act. And please forgive me, please forgive me for not handling that situation the way I should have. Um, And what a neat thing to witness and see um, the man of the home, the leader of the home, being able to humble himself to that point, even to our kids. So Proverbs 11, two says when pride comes then comes disgrace but with humility comes wisdom. And I'll tell you I I have seen that. I have seen the wisdom, not not worldly lo- knowledge. We're talking about wisdom that comes specifically from the living spirit within someone's heart um and and through humility and dropping that pride and allowing the spirit to work through a human being. Um there is definitely wisdom that comes along with, with humility. And the last one I want to talk about is obedience and faithfulness. So Hebrews eleven six says, and without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So I think obedience and faithfulness go hand in hand. Um, because to be obedient, you have to have faith. Uh, And those are both very challenging things. Um, I think surrendering is key and the most important of all things that a spiritual leader has. But there's something about obedience that comes right behind it. Um, Because here's the thing, my husband um, felt a calling to ministry. And we were not able to do that ministry to the full extent where we were in North Carolina. And so that involved moving our entire family to a new location where we didn't know anybody. Um, And and not only moving to a new location, it took a, took a step in a direction that was completely dark. It was dark in the fact that he had no idea what was to come. Um, He had no job lined up. We literally, put an offer on a house we couldn't afford without even having our home on the market. We had to sell our home. I mean, it was literally wide open. We were going to a place where he had no friends, no family, middle of nowhere. He had sent in job applications and for weeks hadn't heard anything. And we made the move not knowing what was to come. Um, we had no facility set up to do ministry. We had to actually build it. We had no idea where those financiers were going to come from. Uh, all of that to say, it was a very nerve-wracking time and it took as much obedience as you could possibly imagine to be able and and faith to know that you know what we're going to do this because this is what God is calling us to do we're going to take this step as a family and we're going to trust that God is going to provide everything we need to to make it he's going to provide for the ministry he'll provide for our family he's going to meet our needs and he did y'all like he met every need that we had. That doesn't mean our expectations were met because there were times where our expectations didn't line up with God's, but he met our needs and he provided in every facet that we could have imagined. So um, with with obedience and with faith, like those are huge qualities uh, in a spiritual leader and they are things that can be challenging. Um, but you want to talk about discipling your family, be obedient in your walk with Christ and just allowing them to witness and experience that obedience and that faith uh, will do wonders. So as I wrap this podcast up, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. Um, this, this whole podcast is not to put my husband on a pedestal. Um, he's awesome. And I am going to take a minute just to say, you know what? Thank you, MA, for everything you do, for loving our family, for being obedient, for uh, surrendering daily to Jesus and striving to be like him. Um, we love you and we appreciate you. Uh, but this is for you guys. And and for all of you out there, you have hopefully maybe a wife at home. Um, you might have kids at home uh, if you don't now, maybe there's a future where you will, and you know they they need you. God called you the husband to be the spiritual leader of the home. You are you are the key in discipleship in your home. So sure, like you go to church on Sunday, but. That's not where it ends. It's not taking your family to church and expecting God to speak to them through the church, right? I mean, sure, like that's a great place to worship God, but true spiritual leaders are worshiping God constantly in their own home. They are leading their family to Jesus in their own home through their actions, through their words, through everything they do day by day. And Um, that makes a God-fearing husband, God-fearing man, God-fearing spouse, God-fearing father. Uh, And so for this Father's Day, um, you might have grown up in a home without a dad. Maybe you grew up in a home that uh, the the dad could have been, your dad could have been worthless. Um, Maybe he cared nothing about you or nothing about Jesus. Um, But that doesn't mean you're going to be like that. So I'm here to encourage you and just say that your, your wife, your spouse, she needs you. She needs you to lead her. She needs you to show and shine Jesus and be the light in the home, okay? Um, your kids, they need you. They might have attachments to their mom, but they need you just as much, if not more. We have 18 years to prepare our children for this world. And this world is scary, guys. I mean, there's a lot going on out there that brings me as a mom, lots of anxiety. Every day, the world is changing to a degree that Christ followers are becoming more different, right? And scripture tells us that. So there's nothing wrong with being different. There's nothing wrong with standing out. But that can be scary because it is so much easier to build a boat that just needs to float down river. But to build a boat that needs to make it upstream against the current against the way the world flows um to prepare our kids for that is challenging and so guys you're needed you're important your walk with christ is key for your family so i encourage you to ask god to reveal in your heart what needs work um And that over this next year, from this Father's Day to next Father's Day, um, to really strive to become a better spiritual leader in whatever way God is speaking to you. And uh, if you ever need help or support or have questions, please reach out to my husband. He is always there to help, always there to pray with, always there to guide you. um, And we would love it. So I think my five-month-old has decided to start chiming in. Um, So I'm going to call it a day, and again, I wish you a happy Father's Day, and uh, thanks so much. Ridgely, what does it mean to be obedient? It means to stay focused. Matthias, what does it mean to be faithful? It means to love to Jesus. Ridgely, what does it mean to be faithful in Jesus? It means to love him. Matthias, what does it mean to be patient? To wait. Ridgely, what does it mean to be humble? It means to not be scared. Matthias, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want the power in just all by myself. I want to live all by myself. Ridgely, what do you want to be when you grow up? hey veterinarian what does it mean to fear God what does it what does it mean again what does it mean to fear God uh, actually I think I think I don't know what it is Stay humble, stay focused, keep pressing on. Happy Father's Day! Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the message. If you would like to learn more about the ministry of Nimrod Outdoors, find us on Facebook or look us up at nimrodoutdoors.com. We hope you have a great day and we hope to see you next time.